Hey everyone, welcome to Self Love Lounge. I'm your host, Arena Antoine, and we're talking about all things everything in the light of you and I unlocking our history and embracing our chemistry together. This is the place for all empowered women, all levels, to empower others. Looking forward and getting into another episode with you guys. All right, what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome back. So I'm here with Sue, and this episode's going to be a little different, but really enlightening. So Sue, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? It's always the hardest question to answer. Depends. What do you want to know? What made you want to start your own Instagram, and how did you get there? Um, I started it quite a long time ago, and you know, it went dormant for a long time as well, and then I kept coming back to it. Um, however, this time when it's been revitalized, I feel like it's the most authentic representation of myself and where I'm at. So I can see it soaring much higher than it has before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what was growing up like for you? I grew up in New West. So I, I mean, I grew up quite privileged, I would say. Um, and then after that, I went to Victoria for university and then mm-hmm. I dropped out and I came back to Vancouver. And they started hustling. I really like your Instagram because it kind of touches on spirituality in a practical and relatable way. And I just feel like communication is so powerful and the way that you express yourself is so powerful. So my question for you is, why do you think that it is? Um, I think communication is super powerful because it's the only thing that's going to actually bridge you and somebody else together. Uh, when I was younger, I wasn't very good at communicating. So it's definitely a skill I've had to learn and I'm not by any means a pro at it yet. But it also, it's kind of like walking into your shit and then just going forward with it. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to face everything. And I think that's why communication is so important because it, it's the only thing that truly um, changes the game for you and will yeah. truly get you like from point A to B. What was growing up like with communication? Did you always feel confident or what was your journey to that? (laughs) No. No. Um, I think, you know what, because I was such a bad communicator that I I was like, okay, I can't really live like this. Um, So I actually took a course and that course taught me that like like feelings aren't so scary and so you can deal with them. Um, And then after that, I actually, I learned a lot more about how to communicate and learning my own communication style. So it's like really important. Like for instance, if you're somebody who you have a problem with somebody and you want to talk about it right away, or if you're somebody who kind of needs a moment, like just a pulse. Uh, so that you can absorb whatever you're feeling. It's good to know yourself that way. So then you can also let the people in your life know, like, yo, I just need a minute right now. And like, let me soak this in and let me digest it. And then I'll come back to you. So then I come back to you with respect rather than coming back to you with emotions. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's better to wait to have that conversation, like those tough conversation? Or is it better to just like, these are my emotions, (laughs) just like vomit (laughs) words out of your mouth? (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard one. You know what it is? I think that sometimes it it really just depends on who it is, what the situation is. I think that we can all benefit from taking a moment back and just like seeing where we're at and make if we're in a space of anger or if we're like really upset. Is it about, is it even about the situation or is it about ourselves? and are we getting triggered first about something that happened a long time ago right so it's like really knowing like why is this affecting me Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to that I mean sometimes 
I don't know. Sometimes I'll say something right away. Sometimes it'll take me like a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's like honoring that. Yeah. And I also feel like manifesting kind of ties with like the way you communicate. So if you're mm-hmm. saying like, I'm really mad right now, like that's how you'll feel for like, I don't totally. know, like a month. But then if you're like, oh, I'm feeling uneasy, but it'll get better then like you're focusing on getting better. 100%. I think that language is really, really important. I would say that that was the key element of learning communication for me was understanding mm-hmm. how powerful language is not even in the sense of creating a world that you want but just even in constructing your narrative mm-hmm. so it's like the, the words that you use are the stories that you, like construct the stories that you tell about yourself yeah um and that's very very powerful so it's being very mindful with the language that you actually use mm-hmm. and I'm really curious I want to know like your spirituality journey like how did you get in that place where you're like zen <laughs> <laughs> or, yo I'm not there yet um well when I was younger my mom was really into this stuff and I was like I thought she was such a weirdo Mm -hmm. and I would tell her to her face she was a weirdo and I would I would really shy away from it and like run away from it but then I would you know I would get her to read my cards or something like that and um but it was very like behind psychic or yeah like she does it she does it for work and stuff as well and Mm -hmm. so it was more so when I was away in college I I started learning how to do it myself Mm -hmm. um but it was something I kind of just kept for myself for quite some time and then you know like life happens and your faith is really tested so I was never somebody who believed in anything Um, but what it ended up giving me was not necessarily a belief in a singular thing but belief at least in faith that like tomorrow is better than today yeah yeah and I even feel like everything is kind of like connected some things happen and it's like unexplainable and it's just like reality like dreams are actually really powerful. I always write down my dreams and I have like the weirdest freaking dreams. And Yeah, okay, so tell me about one. I have like sleep paralysis. Oh, and no way. I know. And people think it's like really scary. And it was the first time because you're kind of like paralyzed. And I just felt like my entire body just going paralyzed mode. And I was just staring at my own body. And yeah. I was like, wake up. Like, why are Dude, you? Dude, that would freak me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really scary. But then the second time it happened, I kind of made a joke out of it. I was like, oh, God, this is like happening again. But, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's really weird because it's like a reality, but it's not ours. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense and it's called astral projection and it's like a really weird experience but it's like another reality I guess yeah do you enjoy do you enjoy um being a part of that reality I'm getting used to it I'm not gonna say I love it at first it's really scary yeah yeah yeah. so I'm still like learning about that do you have any experience like that or like with readings that you get messages yeah um I mean like for so long I would do them just for myself like I wouldn't do it for anyone else even to this day I don't really do that for anybody else besides the ones that I do now on my channel but you know there's been times where I will like like my third eye will be so lit and then I'll have this vision like I had this vision that I was with my girlfriend and we were driving and that she would end up getting into a car accident. And I literally was telling her about it, and then she got into the same car accident the same way that I saw it. Oh, my God. That was fucking like, see it? Like, do you see, like, exactly how it is? Or is it, like, vividly? I think just, like, increments of the moment. And it's, it's super weird because at first it really freaks you out because it's 
it doesn't make sense. It's hard to yeah. talk about to anybody. People think you're weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, I think I'm weird. So I was like, I don't really want to go and tell, tell anybody about this. Yeah. Uh, but then when it happens in real life, you're like, yo, like, manipulation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's also yeah. like, I feel like people who experience it feel like they're not understood and like, mm -hmm. they're kind of like the outcast. So I'm kind of glad that like you are experiencing all these things and you're bringing that more to the normalized world. Well, I think that we can't, we're at a place where we can't, uh, everyone, I think everyone understands energy to their own degree, right? Like a lot of people will call energy like, oh, it's a vibe, right? Yeah. So it's just like, it's just understanding that in yourself and then being able to like essentially put language against it. Yeah. And being able to put language against it is going to allow you to understand it. Differently. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And when you do like the little Free. Uh, mini reading where you pick your piles and stuff, how yeah. does that work? Because that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, so do I went channel energy. Do you like channel? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You have to get into the right space before you do it. And like, uh, for a little while there, like, I didn't even know that people did that online. Mm -hmm. And then I would see it online and it still looked very, um, it just looks super mystic, which is fine. That's fine. But that's just not me. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to brand it in a way that I felt like the average person could, you know, look at it and relate to it and feel normal looking at it like if you're on the sky train and you're watching that like you don't feel like somebody's gonna look yeah. over your shoulder and think yeah. you're a weirdo you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah um and so that was super important to me and then I mean I've only done one so far and I've mm -hmm. gotten really good responses so far and it's like everyone is saying that like they've been genuinely like, they were genuinely connecting to it and it gave mm -hmm. them like guidance that like aligned with them which is so cool like that's yeah. all you can ask for yeah um and I mean sometimes that happens and you're like you can't even believe that you were able to connect to that that's true yeah because it's so like powerful like I'm just like yeah. looking at you on the video <laughs> and then I'm like okay which pile am I like I guess like in intuitively like connected to yeah which is really yeah and sometimes it's hard to connect to that so you like literally just True. deposit and like stare at it for a second and like that's mm -hmm. the whole thing about this stuff is like don't take it so seriously at the end of yeah. the day you have to be able to trust yourself more than yeah. anything and yeah. that's actually what it should do like just like you mm -hmm. practice anything else in life like yeah. you should practice your relationship with your intuition and the stronger that it gets then yeah. you can make decisions faster yeah because I even feel like I'm still learning about these the stuff but I feel like try to yeah. connect with your higher self and yeah. I don't even know who my higher self is but she's cool I'm sure <laughs> yeah okay, well, what, what is that what is who is she or what is she in relation to you um I think her life purpose is to heal others I I just feel like my higher self is somebody who is trying to save the world basically <laughs> <laughs> word and that's really cool mm -hmm. that you can connect to that and it's just like when you see that then you I, I really truly believe that 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 version of ourselves is all of our potential um mm -hmm. expressed and so it's like you have opportunity to see that of your, all your potential expressed and then work towards it yeah and I'm, I'm curious to know who do you think your higher self is that's that's honestly who i think it is like when i first started seeing that there was a really great meditation where um you had to you essentially got to meet this person and this is why like even like i want to say like i'm proud of you for going and having that experience and like mm -hmm. enjoying it but just always take that with a grain of salt when anyone yeah. else does give you that advice yeah. um because it's like same thing i just want you to trust yourself so um meet them through your meditations and so i had met mine through my meditation and it was it was truly that like the highest expression of myself where mm -hmm. um you don't have any boundaries of fear but you yeah. also have like you still know your limitations where yeah. it's like you know who you are what you're able to do yeah. and, like, where your strengths are where your weaknesses are type of thing yeah and even with with the sleep paralysis I almost feel like now I have this understanding of like 
your soul is more powerful than your own body. Like mm-hmm. your body is like your, your backpack. hundred <laughs> percent. I love that. It's a great analogy. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Um, but my question for you is what do you think of self-talk as self-love? Do you think that mm. those two are connected in a way? I think, yeah, I don't think that they could be disconnected at all. I think that when you learn that it's, it goes back to the narrative, right? So it's like, imagine you're you meeting somebody and you're telling them who you are and it's like what version of yourself you want to express or even what yeah. stories you end up sharing. Um, that's a lot of like how you see yourself. And I think that once you start seeing that, you're like, you can understand the narrative that you're putting out there. And it's not just for everybody else. It's also the yeah. narrative that you end up telling yourself about yourself. Yeah. So that self-talk is super important. And it's just like, um, I, I love affirmations and all, but I also think that they're challenging, right? So if you're in a position where, let's say you don't believe like I am enough um, and you don't necessarily believe that, then it's really hard to jump from disbelief to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tracy Ellis Ross was actually on a podcast with Oprah and she had said that she does a lot of may I, may I be enough. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a bridge, right? So it's like right. you don't have to completely wear that that enoughness or that identity but mm-hmm. it gives you an opportunity to try it on yeah. um, and through that you're able to work towards owning it yeah I really like that may I be enough I think that's 100%. really cool and oh, feel the energy in your body when that happens is yeah. it's like it feels more accessible yeah because sometimes we're always like focusing on what we don't have and what we mm-hmm. wish we had and oftentimes we forget to be grateful or to ask for something that you believe that you are in a sense. Totally. Yeah. So I think that's really powerful. And especially I feel like self-talk is self-love is this narrative that people don't tie it together, I feel. Because like Mm -hmm. when you're angry with somebody, you're not going to lead with love. You'll lead with anger and like sadness. And that energy is like a low vibrations so you're Mm kind of sucking your way back down instead of rising above I know that it's like really hard to be mad at someone with love because I don't know anybody who does that but I feel like that's how you kind of have to look at it and get it you get better at that you will be mad at people with love when you grow up that's the thing everyone will hurt you and upset you but you get better at it it's like when you're young like everything is so brand new and that's why those emotions they feel like turmoil they feel like ecstasy and so it's like then you get to a point where you know you felt those emotions a few times and it's like okay that's where it goes back to the pause thing and it's just like am I acting within my higher self or is my childhood trauma like taking the wheel and when you're able to decipher that I feel like you I I personally love (laughs) personal control when it comes to this is like is like you're able to control your emotions to some degree and like I by no means I'm telling you not to feel them but I want you guys to truly believe that like you will get to a point where you can I can be mad at you and still love you and Just be like, I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, growing up, did you have any mentors that you look up to? Um, you know what? When I was younger, I don't know who I really would remember as my mentor. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, the first thing I thought of was my mom. Like, my parents um, mm-hmm. split up when I was 13, but I'm, I'm Indian. And so mm-hmm. that's super rare in my community. But, yeah. um, and so I would say that she was my mentor because she taught me that, like, uh, you don't have to, you, you can do whatever you want in this life and this life is yours. And I think when you grow up in a, in a outdated um, perception of culture, mm-hmm. uh, it, it ends up boxing you in in a way that you don't necessarily know that it does. Mm-hmm. But when I got older, you know, I would say my first true mentor was, it was such a poor experience that I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Um, I ended up 
doing a lot of work for her, putting putting her business on map, and then and then just kind of getting iced out. And I'm so glad that that happened because then the next mentor I got was so loving and is literally called me the day I put out my pick a card and was just still cheering me on even though I'm not working with her anymore. So it's like right. having that polarizing difference was super mm-hmm. important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I almost feel like people don't really call mentors mentors. They kind of call them, I don't know, like this person made such an impact in my life. Yeah. I I don't even know if I even had a mentor, but I definitely think that people that came into my life were put into my life for a specific reason and time. Especially yeah, especially if a friendship ends. I used to look at it like, oh my God, like this is just so sad, so painful. I shared my whole life with this person. But now I look at it like, what did I learn from it? What were my good experience with that person? And just kind of take the negativity and just kind of forgive it and just put it aside. I feel like that person isn't the horrible person that you have in your mind, but it's more of the journey that they're on. Yeah, you know what? I totally get that. Like, it's so funny. Like, anyone who knew me uh, five years ago, like, I was the type of person, yo, if we stop being friends, I'm going to blow up your house, and I'm never (laughs) going to talk to you again, and I'm going to talk shit about you on the street. And I changed so much. And so it's like, now it's like, oh, rejection is protection. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever something is redirected in your life, believe that yeah. it's, it's doing that for a reason or like you still have lessons to learn where you're at or yeah. that person in your life has just come to an end. Yeah. And I think that a forgiveness has a big thing to do with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like we hold on to so many things in our life, hold on to the good and we don't want to look at the sad stuff in our lives. So mm-hmm. I feel like not all good things will last forever. But yeah. that quote is like a true thing and it's part of life. I yeah, and I think it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just like sometimes, um, you know, we want to hold on to the good so bad that we're afraid of like exploring our shadow, but there's yeah. so much good in our shadow. Yeah. That, um, it's 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 more about learning, I think, how to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. And when you learn how to ride the wave, then you enjoy both the ups and the downs. Yeah. What do you think of law of attraction? Are you like a believer in that? I, okay. I think that law of attraction is miscued quite a bit. So Mm -hmm. I think that um, even uh, to this day, there's so much information out there about it. So am I somebody who believes that I can speak my reality into existence? Yes. Do Mm -hmm. I believe in the power of words? Yes. However, I I truly believe in the power of action. So I would say I believe in co-creation. And I think that that's the origin of what that book truly and that movement and that motion truly means Mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, you can speak all these things into existence, but you have to also do the work to get it yeah and I'm not saying that you have to have the ideology that hard work is like the road to what Mm -hmm. you want but what I do think is that you got to work with it so it takes two to dance just like it takes two to create Mm -hmm. I feel like having a routine where I'm like meditating in the morning I kind of meditate like kind of whenever which is like good I guess but I feel like I need like a steady like schedule on like when do I want to meditate when do I want to I don't know protect my energy yeah. Well, when yeah. did you when did you start meditating? Um, this year, once I kind of got into the whole spirituality. Yeah. Sweet. So you know what? You should just be really proud of yourself for the fact that you're meditating at all, because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people are really scared of meditating. So yeah. my first thing there is just try and just do it, and then you're gonna find out like with yourself like. When does it feel better? Like for me, like it feels really good to meditate in the morning, but there's a type of meditation I do in the morning versus right. the meditation that I do at night is very, very different. And sometimes I kick everybody out of the studio so I can meditate here too, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so it's just knowing like what kind of,
time do you need? And then creating that schedule around when does it feel good for you? Because I also feel like people don't want to be alone with their thoughts when it comes to meditating. Yeah. And they're kind of like, oh, meditation, that's so weird. But it's yeah. like so good. It's like great because yeah. you're like sitting by yourself, feeling all the energy around you. And yeah. sometimes you'll feel like like this like glowing light or like you'll see like this purple chakra or something. And like, oh, I know everything. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. this dream that you're in, but it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. And I honestly, uh, it took me, I would say, a year to really learn how to meditate. And like, mm -hmm. I was the same as you, like I would I would meditate when I, I felt like, yo, bitch, I would need to meditate. Or <laughs> I would meditate when I'm like, okay, I should do this. And then yeah. eventually, like, I would say around the second year when I started making it more of a habit, that's when it really started, like, being able to get those visions and everything. And I, then I started using yeah. it as um, guidance. And so when you start using it as guidance, you're like, oh, like, I can completely, like, master my world because I can master myself and so it's just okay. the same thing with breathing right like yeah. you breathe everywhere you go if you can master your breath then yeah. you can master your response yeah I'm obviously curious. I love control yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm curious to know when was your first vision and how did you feel when you were like oh my god like some shit just happened to me <laughs> oh when was my first one you know what it, it would happen all the time and I didn't understand it mm -hmm. um and then I would say a funny one was like I was staying at my mom's house at the time and my brother and I were arguing and so um, we're brother and sister so obviously <laughs> some of the things we do is silly yeah. and so I was like chilling in my room and I was lying down meditating and then I had this vision of um, him blocking my car and so I couldn't leave because he knew I was about to go yeah. and so then whenever I get up and I'm walking down the stairs and down the stairs you can see the road Mm -hmm. And literally, as I look and look, just like, just happen to look out the window, boom, I see him block my car. The oh my same god. vision. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. crazy. But and you like, just, did you feel oh. like, oh my god, is this a vision? Or were you like, okay, like, this is kind of weird. And then it kept yeah. happening over and over again. And you're oh, like, okay. Oh, it just okay. kept happening. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I got really scared at first. I'm not going to lie because yeah. it's, I think it's something that I didn't understand. And then mm -hmm. when I started putting knowledge against it, I was able to, uh, approach it really differently and so when that happened I was like then I was like okay I'm gonna master them and so then I started creating my future like everything I have today mm -hmm. um, I I created it and I know that the good and the bad right I almost feel like I may have had like visions into a point like it was very small but I was so like I'm very scared of the unknown for so long I yeah. just felt like I like to kind of stay in my own lane but I think that's where anxiety comes in because I just pushed that side of me for so long but I feel like yeah. I did have little like visions like yeah. I don't know it was like my coffee was gonna spill and I like kind of knew that already and it did and I was yeah. like okay no like this is just like see that's whatever. your you <laughs> tapped in your into your intuition and that mm -hmm. stuff would happen all the time and it's like yeah and that's the thing that's my whole goal with exo and hustle is like I want to teach everyone how to actually recognize those premonitions and those uh, inklings of like your intuition being like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and then that way I feel like you're able to approach life in a way where yeah. you're just like, you feel more confident in your own skin. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that everybody has a potential to tuned in with their intuitive? I think that it's definitely a work in progress. And it's mm -hmm. also like, it's, it's, 
it's how you approach anything. Like, or if you're open-minded, also it's just like how, how committed you are. So it's like, obviously, you know, you and I might be more committed than Joe on the street, but Joe mm-hmm. could still have really great intuition and just not know what it is. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had done a research study before I even put EXO and Hustle out because I wanted to really gauge where my audience was at with it. And it's like a lot of people actually do know and understand their gut and their intuition. They just don't know how to um, decipher it from maybe a bad feeling or a good feeling or all that. And so it's just like learning how to understand your intuition better is going to give you the opportunity to actually know how to use it. better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost feel like this is like off topic, but I'm just like curious to know, but when people die and their soul kind of, I don't know where, it kind of goes but yeah. I always feel like I can feel like if like my grandpa or something is in the room or something or like I'll have a psychic reading and I'll, he'll say something like I'm gonna give you a white rose and if someone's gonna give it to you but just know that that was from me yeah. and when it happens it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like this like I don't know what to believe anymore like I'm just kind of like in this mindset of like what the fuck <laughs> oh I know you know what it ends up doing is it makes you really question um, your contribution in your relationship with your life in the 3d form mm-hmm. and so sometimes I think you know I, I definitely went through that too where it was like and I, I think I still go through pulses of this where it's like I really start to wonder of like well, what's the point of this life? Because I really love mm-hmm. being up there and it's mm-hmm. so free. But it's just like, I also know, like, I, I, I don't want to say I also know. How would I say um, I'm under the understanding of, mm-hmm. because I mean, nothing's really right. But it's yeah. just like, I'm und- I've given myself the understanding that this is also the playground. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, you can learn how to play basketball, but you got to play it on the court in order mm-hmm. to see if you're going to win. Yeah. And so it's just like, this is your opportunity to really develop your soul and develop all of that and enjoy your spirit in the midst of it. Um, and then, you know, you just go back to wherever you are and mm-hmm. what that is that you don't know, but that's the only thing in life that's guaranteed is yeah. death, right? Yeah. So it's just like, we're all running there anyways. Yeah. So you and have I, to kind of enjoy this time here. Yeah. And I definitely feel like you were brought to this earth for a specific purpose and definitely 100%. to have these conversations and to yeah. help people. I feel Thank like, you. yeah, I could just yeah. like feel your energy and it's really great. Um, <laughs> oh, but, I mean, my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also I feel like people that are like brought to this place, it's everybody has a different purpose. It might be big. It might be small. Like my sister, mm. her purpose is to learn to live her own life. Like mm. as simple as it is just to learn how to say no. And some people can be like, oh, your purpose is to heal others. And it just like depends on the person that you are and your lifetime before, like, were you able to accomplish that or not? And you're yes. kind of brought back and you have all this knowledge and some people don't. Some people are like newborn babies. Yeah. Um, like one of my friends who's actually a born, newborn baby. So she has yeah. no idea about anything. Well, you've been looking at some birth charts, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like really interesting to, yeah. to feel. And yeah. I think you're like clairvoyant. Is that what they? Yeah, clairvoyant and clairvoyant. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like for me, it's like more of like a feeling like I'll know when a friendship ends a year before it actually does. So I'm yeah. like grieving it like at that While time it's when we're so good. And then it's kind of like gradually changing and I've already moved on, which is so weird. But yeah. so. No, it's crazy. You know what? I, had, I was just talking to a girlfriend who I hadn't talked to in quite some time. And she was telling me that she also started like I to me to be really honest, I haven't done this. Like I don't know all these things. Mm-hmm. But she was telling me um, that she had gone and she'd done her birth chart and she was zero. And apparently zero is like a very like old, old soul. Like you're just at a, at a good time. She's like, yeah, I just 
learned that like I'm just here to have fun so I'm not gonna be worried about shit <laughs> and I like respect that so wow, it's like, that's, awesome. that's where you know and that you know about yourself and what you enjoy about yourself and go do that yeah that's true yeah, yeah that's really that's really cool to say because I almost feel like people that are going to be listening, they're either going to be like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Or this mm-hmm. is completely new. Like this is like new information that I'm consuming. Yeah. And it's so different because yeah. some people don't know this. And I'm just so excited that people are going to finally like listen to this and be like, oh my God, this is really cool. Like Me who too. is this cute girl? Like I want to follow her. <laughs> Yo, yeah. link it below. I love it. I appreciate yeah. that. So if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would it be and why there's so many things you could say Mm -hmm. I think that the biggest thing is just like enjoy where you're at right now you know you're like Mm -hmm. I would always think like I love live music and so it's like going to a concert but then not just thinking about something else in your mind when you're here and you're so stimulated it's just Mm -hmm. like I think that it's really important to just be where you are yeah and yeah. I almost feel like younger people will have their phones at concerts and like yeah. little things like that where society kind of puts us in this box of like consumerism mm-hmm. and it's so sad because it's kind of hard to get out of it because before you become like aware of like everything yeah. you're kind of like on your phone and like in the yeah. sky you'll be like on your phone and you'll see like a bunch of people on their phone but the person that's aware is the person that's not on their phone and they're looking at everyone like that's on their phones yeah. and they're like oh my god like is this I made a rule with myself <laughs> so if I'm ever in a lineup or anything like that mm-hmm. I really try not to do that yeah um which just like puts you back into where you are or you also gives you a minute to just like check in with yourself mm-hmm. um I think it's also like a little bit harder for your generation, right? Like I didn't yeah. have a cell phone until I was in 10th grade. So oh, it's wow. like for you guys, yeah. So for you guys, it's like you've always grown up with this. And so it is kind of an extension of yourself. So yeah. it's just remembering that like who you are and how you make people feel is truly who you are, yeah. not like whatever you are online. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's really powerful. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on and sharing your entire journey with spirituality. I feel like I learned so much. And I feel like understood because somebody Aww. finally was understanding my perspective of spirituality yeah. and I was learning yours. So where can listeners find you on social media and what are your biggest projects that are out right now? Yeah, so you guys can find me at Excellent Hustle on Instagram at I am Sumi Condola and at Self Hired. And right now we're gonna be we're gonna be releasing the mindfulness deck in a mindfulness series. So what it does is like for any of those people who are in a position where you know this is very new to them and they, they don't really understand it but they're curious, um, then that series is gonna start in a few weeks and it will it'll break it all down for you. So even like speaking about our higher selves, it's just understanding what does that actually mean and like mm-hmm. when you get that when you can put meaning behind a word then I feel like it's easier to like relate to it yeah. so that'll be 53 days of mindfulness which I'm super excited for That's and then so every cool. Monday you can pick a card well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories oh, and- thanks honey thanks for having me on and now to all the listeners I'm just curious what's your story <laughs>